0: Hello and thank you for listening. This is Melissa Giles, Executive Director of Platform and Portfolio Management with Americana Partners. I'll be reviewing our December market commentary by David M. Darst, our Chief Investment Officer. If you'd like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. The first section is called Portfolio Positioning. Let's begin. Fundamental factors driven by easing inflation data, a meaningful rally in the U.S. Treasury bond prices, and expectations that the Federal Reserve is finished raising monetary policy interest rates, the S&P 500 index advanced positive 8.9% in November, its largest monthly gain since July 2022. The Nasdaq composite rose positive 10.7%, and the Russell 2000 index of small-cap U.S. stocks gained positive 8.8%. Perceived more accommodative Federal Reserve rhetoric, continued lessening in consumer producer and personal consumption expenditures prices, a sturdy labor market picture, and a much less steeply yet persistently inverted U.S. Treasury yield curve are likely to be offset somewhat by the likelihood of potentially softening corporate revenue growth and profit margin pressures, producing less-than-expected earnings outcomes as the next few calendar quarters progress." Financial markets need to see, one, inflation rates continuing to diminish, two, economic conditions in China improving, and three, some meaningful degree of detente in geopolitical tensions in areas of armed conflict. In a data-driven environment, we expect short-term interest rates to be influenced in large part by, one, the pace of consumer and producer price inflation, two, banks' credit and lending policies, three, the trajectory of the U.S. economy, and four, massive U.S. Treasury borrowing needs. Technical viewpoints: Weak Council flexibility under recently subsided volatility conditions, as VIX readings, while well below 20 in recent weeks, have reflected some degree of investor insouciance. Gold has risen with declining real interest rates and U.S. dollar softness. Momentary technical resistance on the S&P 500 appears to have formed around 4,800 within a widened resistance floor range of 5,000 to 4,000. Interest rates and credit. On November 1st, the Federal Open Market Committee, FOMC, left policy rates unchanged for the second consecutive meeting at 5.25% to 5.50%. Looking ahead to the first few months of 2024, we currently expect a data-driven pause at this level before a rate-cutting cycle can begin in second quarter 2024. Absent further exogenous systemic shocks, the Fed appears resolutely prepared to bring inflation down, even as such a policy stance may exert pressure on domestic growth, employment, the banking and housing sectors, corporate earnings, and longer-duration risk assets. We expect policy rates to stabilize and yield spreads to widen, after which some attractive valuation levels should materialize in the credit sectors, including in suitable maturity investment grade corporate and for appropriate investors municipal bonds. Where we are year to date through 1130, the S&P 500 positive 19.0% with a closing price of 4567.80. The Nasdaq Composite, positive 35.9%, with a closing price of 14,226.22. The Russell 2000, positive 2.7%, with a closing price of 1,809.02. Gold, positive 12.0%, with a closing price of 2,038.10. And West Texas Intermediate Oil, negative 5.4%, with a closing price of 75.96. U.S. Treasury interest rates trajectory. For two-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields declined negative 34 basis points in November to 4.73% at month end, where they are positive 29 basis points above their closing level of 4.44% on December 31, 2022. For 10-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields fell negative 54 basis points in November and closed at 4.34% at month end, where they are positive 46 basis points above their closing level of 3.88% on December 31, 2022. For 30-year, U.S. Treasury securities yields retreated negative 50 basis points in November and were 4.54% at the end of the month, where they are positive 57 basis points above their closing level of 3.97% on December 31, 2022. We examined the recently descending path of two-year U.S. Treasury yields, frequently an indicator of financial market participants' views on the likely direction and tone of monetary policy. We also examined the recent downward movement in 10-year U.S. Treasury yields, often a reflection of changes in U.S. Treasury borrowing activity and investors' expectations about inflationary trends and the near-term economic growth outlook. With inflation moderating and nominal interest rates exhibiting a downward tendency, 10-year real yields have also been falling to 2.13% as of November 8th and then to 2.12% as of November 28th. Equity market perspective. As investors enter the 12th month of this year, on average over the 95 years from 1928 through April 2023 inclusive, the month of December, with its historical positive 1.3% price increase for the S&P 500 ranks third among months in more than nine decades of monthly performance ranking. It is worth repeating that these nine-decade results are averages, with a given month's outcome definitely having the potential to vary above or below the long-term average. In a similar vein, We examine the seasonality of the S&P 500 index over the 20-year time frame, ending December 31, 2022. On average, over this span, one, February, May, June, and August, October represent essentially sideways intervals of price movement, and two, over the past two decades, March has tended to represent a favorable entry point to U.S. large-cap equities. We consider whether investors are being adequately compensated for purchasing equities versus U.S. Treasury bonds, the so-called equity risk premium. The ERP is defined here as earnings yield, S&P 500 earnings divided by price, minus the yield on 10-year U.S. Treasury bonds. Even with November's decline in U.S. Treasury yields, the extra yield offered by equities remains near the lowest since 2005, to us advocating increased prudence and caution in asset allocation and investment positioning. Over the more than six decades since 1960, we examined the average 12-month forward S&P 500 excess return versus the 10-year U.S. Treasury bond return for various range levels of the equity risk premium. The currently low readings for the equity risk premium in the 0 to 100 basis points range appear on average to foretell a low 12-month forward S&P 500 excess return, arguing in favor of extra heedfulness and selectivity in equity exposure and positioning. Consumer and producer price inflation, even as M2 money supply growth and the prices of gasoline, vehicles, medical services, and numerous goods have continued to exhibit weakness in recent reporting periods, these declines have so far been somewhat offset by rising prices for shelter costs and many services, a key focus of the Federal Reserve. Shelter costs, a principal driver of the Core Consumer Price Index, rose positive positive 0.8 percent in October after rising positive 0.6 percent in September and advanced positive 6.7 percent on an unadjusted basis year-over-year. Year. Moreover, the shelter measure tends to lag increases in home prices and rents and affects how quickly the cooling in many housing markets will begin to meaningfully tilt consumer price indices in a downward direction. Housing prices make up nearly 40% of the monthly CPI report and represent a chief reason why the CPI has been declining at a deliberate pace. At this point, taking note of inflation break even measures, inflation swap levels, and especially year over year lapping effects data, we foresee further moderation in headline CPI inflation rates to the positive 2.5 to 3.0% range, with some spikes above, in early 2024. Real average hourly earnings increased positive 0.8% seasonally adjusted in October 2023 versus October 2022, and when combined with a negative 0.8% year-over-year decrease in the average workweek resulted in no change in real average weekly earnings over this time interval. As household liquidity continues to be drawn down, trends in real wages tend to constrain personal consumption, itself one of the avenues by which the Federal Reserve has been seeking to bring down the rate of inflation. Inflation expectations. The Federal Reserve monitors inflation expectations to ascertain whether consumers' inflationary psychology is increasing or decreasing. Showing inflation beliefs drawn from the monthly New York Federal Reserve Survey of Consumer Expectations respondents one-year-ahead inflation expectations have declined to positive 3.6% in October versus positive 3.7% in September, and respondents three-year-ahead inflation expectations remained unchanged at positive 3.0% in October versus positive 3.0% in September. Respondents' five-year ahead inflation expectations declined to positive 2.7% in October from positive 2.8% in September. A dissimilar trend can be discerned from the results of the inflation expectations portion of the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey, which showed an increase to positive 4.5% from positive 4.2% in one-year inflation expectations, with the survey also recording higher 5 to 10 year inflation expectations at 3.2% versus positive 3.0%. Given the variable employment data of recent months, such consumer inflation expectations readings in our opinion will continue to factor into monetary policy. Inflation influences. The significant decline in nominal US M2 money supply has tended to be a reliable several-months-ahead precursor of future economic and price trends. In our opinion, such a trajectory, with some degree of time lag, appears to have been confirming downward-sloping economic activity and headline consumer price inflation. Labor costs have maintained an upward basis in recent quarters. Such costs have historically tended to be asymmetrically stickier to the upside than to the downside. The Federal Reserve has repeatedly stressed the need to see softening labor market conditions as a key prerequisite to achieving their inflation fighting goals. On a quarter over quarter basis, the employment cost index rose positive 1.0% in fourth quarter 2022, positive 1.2% in first quarter 2023, positive 1.0% in second quarter 2023, and positive 1.1% in third quarter 2023. Year-over-year employment costs rose by positive 4.8% in first quarter 2023, positive 4.5% in second quarter 2023, and positive 4.3% in third quarter 2023. The ECI for fourth quarter 2023 will be released on January 31, 2024. Monetary Policy and Fed Funds Interest Rates At the conclusion of the November 1 meeting of the Federal Open Market Committee, FOMC, the Federal Reserve voted unanimously to keep the policy interest rate in a range of 5.25% to 5.50%, the highest level in 22 years. While leaving open the possibility of raising policy interest rates or keeping such rates unchanged over the rest of 2023, Fed Chair Jerome Powell has indicated that the FOMC is seeking simultaneously to, one, continue quelling inflationary pressure, even as it, two, addresses the possibility that tighter lending policies by the banking system, higher yields on intermediate and long-term U.S. Treasury securities, and the lagged effect of prior policy interest rate hikes could meaningfully slow the U.S. economy. The Fed Funds Futures markets as of early November were not anticipating the first meaningful FOM policy rate cut until May 2024. Based on late November Fed Funds Futures pricing, financial market participants' expectations of a downward-sloping movement in Fed Funds interest rates beginning March of 2024, followed by somewhat rapidly descending money market interest rates through the remainder of 2024 and well into the first quarter of 2025. We note the total market implied decline in Fed Funds interest rates over the course of 2024 calendar year, negative 0.99% as of mid-November 2023. As of the present time, we expect the year-end 2024 Fed Funds rate to be around 4.25% to 4.50%, roughly in line with market participants' current views. The Housing Sector An elemental factor underlying our current expectation of a decelerating rate of change in U.S. economic growth stems from sluggishness in the housing market. Housing represents a key driver of investment, employment, and consumption, due in no small degree to recently rising mortgage rates, which has made home buying less affordable and pushed a substantial number of buyers out of the market. The year-over-year rate of change in the national Freddie Mac Home Price Index has decreased meaningfully from positive 19.2% in July 2021 to positive 0.6% in May of this year, to positive 1.6% in June, to 2.9% in July, and to positive 4.0% in August. We also note a 3.9% year-over-year price gain in the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller National Home Price Index. The National Association of Realtors' Housing Affordability Index measures whether or not a typical family earns enough income to qualify for a mortgage loan on a typical home at the national and regional levels based on the most recent price and income data. As of mid-September 2023, affordability had fallen below 2007 levels due to still-elevated home prices combined with higher monthly payments associated with the generally higher mortgage rates. Weakness in the housing market tends to put downward pressure on year-over-year rental costs. With the housing category typically accounting for over 40% of total expenditures in the CPI, more than twice as large as the next largest category, transportation, we expect slowing monthly rental expenses to continue as an abating force on the shelter component of the Consumer Price Index. The U.S. Economy and Corporate Profits In its World Economic Outlook of October 2023, the International Monetary Fund was projecting a modest deceleration of real GDP expansion in the United States, from positive 2.1% in 2022 and positive 2.1% in 2023 to positive 1.5% in 2024. In our opinion, while incorporating a modest recession at some interval within the next 18 months, these growth rates currently appear reasonable to us. We note, with a varying degree of lag, the year-over-year trajectory of real GDP growth tends to follow the year-over-year trajectory of the conference board's leading economic index, LEI. As of late November, these two trajectories were exhibiting a considerate degree of divergence. In our opinion... Given the predictive power of the LEI, we assign at least a 60% probability to the U.S. economy entering some degree of recession in the first half of 2024. Given these circumstances, we continue to counsel heightened financial attentiveness, a balanced portfolio framework, a defensive mindset, and asset class diversification. Although not an invaluable indicator of the two previous non-COVID recessions, we do note that the frequency of soft landing phraseology tends to rise meaningfully just prior to the actual onset of the recession itself. The actual quarter-over-quarter seasonally adjusted annual rate of real GDP growth for the four previous quarters of 2022 and 2023, and the Bloomberg Consensus Forecast of Economists for the succeeding six quarters of 2023 and 2025. This pattern is currently consistent with our thinking, the downside risk to the quarterly pattern of GDP growth in the first three quarters of 2024. In our view, a mild recession, if it starts to unfold in the first half of 2024, could involve a negative 1.0% to negative 2.0% decline in real GDP and a positive 2.0% to positive 3.0% increase in the unemployment rate. We currently assign a 60% probability to such a scenario. In conjunction with the Federal Open Market Committee FOMC meeting held on September 19th through the 20th, meeting participants, Fed governors and regional bank presidents submitted the September quarterly update of their Summary of Economic Projections, SEP reflecting the most likely outcomes for real gross domestic product, GDP growth, the unemployment rate, and personal consumption expenditures, PCE inflation, for each year from 2023 to 2025 and over the longer run. Each participant's projections are based on information available at the time of the meeting, together with his or her assessment of appropriate monetary policy, including a path for the federal funds rate and its longer run value, and assumptions about other factors likely to affect economic outcomes. The longer-run projections represent each participant's assessment of the value to which each variable would be expected to converge over time under appropriate monetary policy and in the absence of further shocks to the economy. Recognizing the inherent fallibility of economic projections, the best September thinking of the FOMC participants, the median projections of U.S. real GDP growth are positive 2.1% in 2023 and positive 1.5% in 2024. The unemployment rate is projected to be 3.8% for 2023 and rise to 4.1% in 2024. And the headline PCE inflation index is expected to be positive 3.2% for 2023 and decline to positive 2.5% in 2024, with the core excluding food and energy PCE index reaching positive 3.7% in 2023 before dropping to positive 2.6% in 2024. An updated version of the Summary of Economic Projections will be released on December 13, 2023. Portfolio positioning. Equity emphases and de-emphases. We recommend continuing to gradually curtail emphasis from high-quality, dislocated sectors, companies, and managers in the growth category, using the proceeds from any reduced growth exposure to add to select value in defensive sectors, companies, and managers, while retaining a focus in these two categories on energy, select financials, and consumer staples, and a concomitant in de-emphasis on companies and sectors dependent on access to low-cost energy. Two, we continue to counsel very selectively adding small and mid-cap companies or investment managers specializing in and with good track records in this space to our primary emphasis on large capitalization enterprises. Three, for the time being, while we continue to prefer a tactical overweighting to U.S. domestic equities with pullbacks such as those encountered in January, April, June, August, September, and December of 2022, and in early March, in August, and in September-October of 2023, viewed as an opportunity to only carefully and highly selectively add attractively valued equities, particularly those sectors and companies that are resilient within a multiplicity of economic and financial scenarios. 4. We also espouse holding or gradually building relatively defined allocations to global leaders listed in international markets. Focus on Strength and Quality 1. At the company level in equities, we emphasize identifying and building long-term exposure to firms possessing cash-rich balance sheets, prudence in balance sheet utilization, limited debt, consistency and growth of positive free cash flow generation, secure supply chains, capital expenditure flexibility and customer bases that are less exposed to recurrent shocks originating from abroad, dividend strength, and competitive business models with abiding competitive advantages, high barriers to entry, low threat of substitute products, and enduring pricing power vis-a-vis suppliers and or customers that over a long time frame can produce high returns on equity through revenue generation and sustainable profit margins rather than through unhealthily high levels of leverage. Two, at the current time, we recommend that consideration be given to reasonably valued top quality companies in the healthcare and consumer staple sectors, as well as firms exceptionally positioned to benefit from inflationary forces in the real asset sectors that have demonstrated an ability to opportunistically take advantage of shifting price-level changes balancing growth and value sectors. One, the negative 32.0 percentage point Russell 1000 value index RLV positive 3.4% underperformance versus the Russell 1000 growth index RLG positive 35.4% returns year to date through November 30th appears to argue for continuing a degree of balanced exposure in selected value sectors, companies, and managers, as well in selected growth sectors, companies, and managers. As this process continues, it is worth keeping in mind that true value investing represents identifying and owning assets that are trading for less than they are actually worth, not assets that are merely inexpensive. Many superficially inexpensive assets may be inexpensive for a reason and can very well remain so or deteriorate further fixed income securities on a total return basis US treasury securities prices year to date through November 30th have risen positive 0.6% in the 1 to 3 year maturity range are down negative 2.5% in the 7 to 10 year maturity range and have declined negative 8.0% in the above 20 year maturity range even though 10 year US treasury yields have risen positive 46 basis points since the end of March To us they appear likely to be subject to conflicting forces, with higher yields associated with monetary strictness, counterbalanced by lower yields coming from the economic retrenchment brought about by bank lending conservatism and past monetary tightening. For now, we prefer maturities and durations along the intermediate portion of the yield curve spectrum, while preparing to build or gradually building exposure to longer maturities and durations as recessionary forces eventually emerge. U.S. dollar outlook. Over the next few quarters, given our expectations of the Federal Reserve, one, maintaining the tenor of its policy interest rate constraint, and two, continuing, post its mid-March reversal of this process, to reduce the size of its portfolio of U.S. Treasury and mortgage-backed securities, we believe the U.S. dollar may trade in a range relative to major currencies, including the euro and Japanese yen. Consistent with this, we expect, one, intervals of U.S. dollar weakness alternating with episodes of U.S. dollar strength. as current currency exchange rates produce and or exaggerate price level, economic, financial, trade pattern, and capital flow imbalances, and two, the possibility of coordinated central bank accords to rectify egregiously over our undervalued currency quotations. Alternative Investments and Real Assets In alternative investments, we continue our multi-quarter focus that has for some time emphasized exposure to one, commodities and real asset sectors of the economy, including industrial metals, agriculture, and materials. 2. Some degree of investor-appropriate exposure to gold and or gold mining ETF shares, particularly those miners with reserves in stable geographic locations, capital discipline, and cash flow growth. 3. High-quality master limited partnerships with strong business models and sustainable dividend-paying capacity. 4. Select investment in private credit and private real estate and opportunistic strategies that are positioned to selectively derive meaningful value from asset market dislocations and imbalances. Investment Strategy Themes for December 2023 and Early 2024 to continue updating our investment strategy themes for December 2023 and early 2024, and in preparing portfolio positioning strategies, portfolio positioning principles, and portfolio positioning tactics for 2024, we remain mindful of the oft quoted 34th U.S. President and five star general Dwight David Eisenhower, 1890 to 1969, that plans are useless but planning is indispensable. With this wisdom in mind, our December 2023 and early 2024 investment planning approach reflects and encompasses the following themes. One, slowing then recovering GDP, as forecast by the September FOMC median projection, positive 2.1% in 2023 and positive 1.5% in 2024, In 2022 S&P 500 profits, as estimated by FactSet on December 1st, 2023, on a quarterly year-over-year basis, fourth quarter 2022, negative 4.7%. First quarter 2023, negative 3.7%, second quarter 2023, negative 5.2%, third quarter 2023, negative 0.1%, and fourth quarter 2023, positive 3.0%, with positive 0.8% for calendar year 2023, and positive 6.8% for first quarter 2024, positive 10.9% for second quarter 2024, with positive 11.7% for calendar year 2024, with downside risk to these projections. Two late cycle monetary policy policies by central banks. 3. Fluctuating financial asset prices and conditions featuring shifting performance leadership and increased equity volatility VIX, bond volatility move, currency volatility VIXE, gold volatility GVZ, and VIX volatility itself VIX. 4. Differentiating with emphasis on greater discernment and active selectivity in asset classes, managers, sectors, and securities. 5. Challenging Especially in an environment of ample valuations, investment discipline remains paramount with 2023's considerable upward and downward swings in asset prices, often a precursor of arduous financial market performance. This concludes our December market commentary by David M. Darst. David is Americana Partners' chief investment officer. We are available to answer questions you may have regarding the topics discussed. If you'd like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. Thank you for listening. This is Melissa Giles, Executive Director of Platform and Portfolio Management with Americana Partners. Stay invested.